Menathias, if you do this, it will be war. Pick up my sword, you killing them all 
blood on the floor You ready for war? Raw, raw 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 You ready for war? That this truth can go to the four corners of the earth. Heavenly Father, I pray that your people will awake to righteousness and walk in your ways and be full of your love and your peace and your righteous spirit, Father. I pray that you guide your people that are lost in this world, that don't know who they are, that need your strength, that need your honor, that need your integrity, that need your peace, that need your love and understanding. Let them walk in your ways and understand you. Let these nations... Fear you, Father, for your vengeance is near, for your vengeance is close, for your vengeance is at hand. Heavenly Father, I pray that your heavenly spirit can be bestowed upon me as I bring forth these words to the people, that I can bring forth the scriptures and edify your people to walk in your ways and be upright. By the blood of the Messiah, by the blood of the Messiah, we say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to the Forefront Radio. Y'all, I was going to go to sleep. It's literally like 11, a, uh, 11 p.m. where I'm at here in Africa, but I decided to send up prayers and do another class on TikTok for my warriors, for my soldiers, for the men, for the women that are fighting for this truth. Listen, I need you to stand up. I need you to be strong. I need you, Shalom to you. I need you soldiers. I need you warriors to ramp up. I need you to get your study up. I need you to be on point with the scriptures. I need you to fight for your people. We are at war. No soldier should back down. No woman should cower. You should all have a revolutionary spirit for this Bible and walk in the ways of the Most High. You should all be warriors, standing strong, disciplining yourself. Walking in order, walking in structure, walking in love, walking in peace, walking in righteousness. Y'all understand? Because we are in perilous times and vengeance is coming. More ramped up, more than more and more and more. It's like when a woman is pregnant and when that woman is about to give birth, the contractions keep coming and coming and coming more and more and more. That's the same way these judgments are happening on the earth. And people are lost out here. People don't know who they are. They don't know who their God is. And they don't understand they're, they're in a war for their souls right now. And you that understand this Bible and understand who you are, you have to understand the spirit of vengeance and fight for the restoration of your people. That's why I made this TikTok live, because I'm amped right now. I should be in bed going to sleep, 
but rather I am inviting all of you to understand the importance of standing for righteousness as warriors, as soldiers, as revolutionaries. Listen, the Bible is the greatest revolutionary book on the planet. The Bible was used as tools of insurrection when your forefathers had they back against the wall fighting against slavery. They read the book of Exodus of Moses setting the captives free. That was us. That was us. They read the stories of your forefathers fighting against the Grecian armies in the book of Maccabees during the Feast of Dedication. That was us. You need to stand strong. Stand strong against immorality. Stand strong against sin. Stand strong against the lies. Stand strong against the deception. You got where Christians will verbatim quote the scriptures and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but they don't want to keep any commandments. Now you have to be the one to show them. Show your brothers and sisters the importance of walking in the ways of the Most High. Show them the truth of this gospel, that we are the people of the book, that our savior is a melanated man coming to deliver his people. Psalms chapter 94, verse one. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs, show thyself. So in this Psalm, this Psalm right here should be a prayer for every man woman and child that believes in this Bible. Every person that understands the history of this Bible, you have to say, Lord God of vengeance, show yourself, show yourself. How does God show himself? He shows himself through war. He shows himself in the pestilence. He shows himself in the plague. He shows himself in justice. You see, our idea of justice is not the same idea of justice. We think justice is somebody going to jail for their crimes. We think justice is somebody being punished for something they did bad. That's not justice, y'all. Justice is restoring the decayed estate of a forgotten people. Justice is returning back what you stole sevenfold. That's justice, y'all. But these nations that have done wickedly, they don't understand justice. They don't understand what that is. They don't understand it. That's why God is going to show it to them. Psalms 94 verse 1. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs, show thyself. Show thyself. Lift up, lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth. Render a reward to the proud. Watch this. Watch this. I'm going to show you the vengeance. Watch this. We're going to go to, listen close. I want you to write down these texts. All these precepts we're going to go over today. I want you to write them down. Okay. I want you to write them down. Okay. 
Isaiah chapter 60, verse 18. Violence shall no more, violence shall no more be heard in thy land, wasting nor destruction within thy borders. But thou shalt call thy walls salvation and thy gates praise. Watch this. Psalms 94, verse 1. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs, O God, to whom vengeance belongs, show thyself. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach, to preach, to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance, the day of vengeance, the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. We have to consider the fact that vengeance from God brings comfort to all that mourn. We have to understand the fact that vengeance from God brings deliverance to the slave, freedom for the captive. Those of you that are descendants of slavery and colonization, this gospel is only for you. Do not be deceived. By people that are going around trying to include everyone in the good news of a salvation, of deliverance, of redemption. Not everybody was a captive. Understand what we're reading here. We're reading from the Old Testament about the gospel. Listen close. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind the brokenhearted. Who's more brokenhearted than the descendants of slavery and colonization? Who's more brokenhearted than the, than the relatives of Mike Brown, the relatives of Philando Castile, the relatives of Breonna Taylor, the ref the relatives of the ba Buffalo Massacre that happened in 2023, where a Eurocentric delusionalist ran up in a building and went pew, 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 specifically targeting melanated people. Who's more brokenhearted than when you get pulled over by police and you got tears in your eyes saying, what did I do? What did I do? As this evil officer starts to use his law to punish innocent people. Who's more brokenhearted than that? To proclaim freedom, freedom, liberty to the captives. You hear what the gospel is saying? Do you hear what the gospel is saying? The gospel, the good news, the good tidings is deliverance to the captive. Did everybody go into slavery? No. Did everybody go to captivity? No. Did everybody suffer from mass incarceration? No. So who is this talking about? I wonder, I wonder. Let's read on. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Notice the possessive pronoun here. It's saying that the opening of the prison is for them that are bound. 
meaning people that were forced to be in bondage, people that were handcuffed, people that were imprisoned falsely. These are the ones that need the gospel. Listen close to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance, the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Watch this. Psalm chapter 94, verse one. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs. Show thyself. Show thyself. How is God going to show himself in these last days? Through plague through pestilence, through deliverance for his people. Watch this. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 1. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as the brightness and salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. Y'all, we are the lamp. We are the light. We are the children of light. We have to have the mindset of not giving up, not resting until we are shown forth on the earth as vessels of righteousness. When Christ said to you, let your light so shine among men that men could see your good works and glorify your father in heaven, they have to see you keeping the commandments. They have to see you walking in the ways of the most high. They have to see you living upright. You can't hide under a bushel. You can't hide yourself. They have to physically see the representation of God on the earth through his children. Y'all understand that? For Zion's sakes, will I not hold my peace? Who is Zion? That's blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. Watch this. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all kings thy glory. And thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear what the Bible is saying? You're going to be called by a new name that nobody knows but you. Shalom to you. Welcome to the Forefront Radio. You're going to be called by a new name that nobody knows but you. So now let's go back. Psalm chapter 94, verse 1. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs, O God, to whom vengeance belongs, show thyself. We want God Almighty to show himself. How is he going to show himself? Isaiah chapter 63, verse 1. Who is this that comes from Edom with dyed garments from Basra? This that is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Meaning what? The black Messiah is going to come and he has a hit list. And the first one on his hit list is the, the descendants of Idumia. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Only the Hebrews know who Idumia is. Everybody else, they're in La La Land. So we're just going to focus on the chosen. If you are chosen, you know for a fact who Edom is. I don't even have to spell it out for you. You know, based on the prophecies, who Edom is. 
Let's read on. Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel? Why are your clothes so red, Christ? Why are your clothes so red? And thy garments like him that treads in the wine fat. Why you look like somebody that stepped on a bunch of grapes? Why do you, Christ, look like somebody that was treading through the wine fat? Verse four, for the day of vengeance, for the day of vengeance is in my heart and the year of my redeemed is come. Watch this. Watch this. The year of my redeemed is come. The day of vengeance is in my heart, meaning God himself, the Messiah himself is waiting for the day of recompense, the day of of judgment it's all throughout the bible but guess what your religionists are not going to tell you the christian past is not going to tell you there's judgments coming to this place the year of my redeemed has come watch this joel chapter 3 joel chapter 3 we're going to start at verse 13 it says put ye in the sickle for the harvest is ripe Come, get you down, for the press is full, the fats overflow, for their wickedness is great. Multitude, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Verse 19, Egypt shall be a desolation. And Edom shall be a desolate wilderness for the violence against the children of Judah, because they have shed innocent blood in their land. But Judah shall dwell forever and Jerusalem from generations to generation. For I will cleanse their blood that I have not cleansed for the Lord dwells in Zion. Y'all have to understand. That Egypt represents the greatest nation on the face of the earth. In the same sentence that it says Egypt shall be a desolation. That's a future prophecy about who? Edom. It says Egypt shall be a desolation and Edom shall be a desolate wilderness for the violence against the children of Judah. So what group of people have had violence against the children of Judah? Amos chapter 1 verse 11. Thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of Edom and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof. Because, so God in the Bible is going to literally tell you why he has judgment prepared for the Idumeans. Because he did pursue his brother with the sword. Ask a young melanated brother that's running from the cops. Is he running from the sword? Ask a young melanated sister. Is she running from the sword? Yes. And did cast off all pity and his anger did tear perpetually. His anger did tear perpetually. Black people still wondering right now. Latino people are still wondering why right now. Why do these other nations not like us? The Bible tells you why. 
they have a perpetual anger towards God's chosen people. You said it correct. That sounds like America. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It says, because he did purpose to pursue his brother with the sword and did cast off all pity and his anger did tear perpetually and he kept his wrath forever. But I, but I, who is this speaking? The most high. But I will send a fire upon Teman, which shall devour the palaces of Basra. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The book of Obadiah, chapter 1. The book of Obadiah, chapter 1. The book of Obadiah, chapter 1. We're going to go to verse... I want verse... Precepts just popping into my head. So bear with me, y'all. Obadiah chapter one, verse eight. Shall I not, shall I not in that day, saith the Lord, even destroy the wise men out of Edom and understanding out of the Mount of Esau and the mighty men of Teman shall be dismayed to the end that every one of the Mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. Why? Because for thy violence against thy brother Jacob, shame, shame, shame shall cover thee. And thou shalt be cut off forever. Y'all understand what the Bible is saying is going to happen? This is future prophecy. This is future, meaning you're reading out of the Old Testament, but these things have not transpired yet. Let's go back. Psalm chapter 94, verse 1. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs. Show thyself. Now, how is the Most High going to show himself? Let's go to Sirach chapter 36, verse 1. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, God of all, and behold us, and sent thy fear upon all the nations that seek not after thee. Lift up thy hand against the strange nations and let them see thy power as thou was sanctified in us before them. So be thou magnified among them before us and let them know thee as we have known thee that there is no God, but only thou, O God. So God is going to show himself. And when he shows himself, it's not going to be people wanting to hug and kiss and all of that. No, it's going to be through plague. It's going to be through judgment. This is why I'm encouraging you, all you men, all you brothers, all you sisters, to stand strong in the truth. You are warriors. Who's going to stand up for the truth? Who is going to stand up for this Bible? Who is going to overcome their sins? Who's going to walk up right? Who's going to see the day of vengeance and rejoice at your deliverance. Stand up for your people. Stand up for this Bible. Stand up for justice. Stand up for truth. Stand up for righteousness. Overcome this world. Sirach chapter 36 verse 6. Show new signs and make other strange wonders. Glorify thy hand and thy right arm. 
You know, thy hand and thy right arm is the Messiah. Whenever you read in the Bible where God stretched out his arm, that ain't his literal arm. That's judgment coming from the Messiah on the earth. The Messiah existed before he was born. Yeah, I know that, right? So you're reading out of the Bible. Whenever it says that God is going to outstretch his arm, imagine a boxer in your mind throwing out a left, throwing out a hook, throwing out a right, throwing out an uppercut. That's God sending plagues on the earth through, through the Messiah, through the Savior, through the Deliverer. Because remember, the Heavenly Father, the Bible says our God is a consuming fire. So you think he's going to literally show up on the earth? Nah, if he shows up on the earth, everything is scorched. The scripture says no man has seen the Father at any time. The Son is the one that declared him. The scriptures also say the son is the physical manifestation of the father. If you see me, you see my daddy. I look just like him. Okay. I look just like my father. So now watch what we're reading that the Messiah is going to do. Watch this. It says, show new signs and make other strange wonders. Glorify thy, thy hand and thy right arm that they may set forth thy wondrous works, raise up indignation and pour out wrath, take away the adversary and destroy the enemy. You see what black people is praying for? You see what black people are praying for now? You're not praying for marching and, and, and dancing around and singing and kumbaya and all that, that folly. So-called Hispanics are not doing that. So-called Latinos, so-called Native Indigenous, no longer should you be standing up with picket signs trying to get in to fit in, try to get along to get to, to live along. Nah, mm -mm -mm. now it's time to pray for the storm. Now it's time to pray for justice. Now it's time to pray for deliverance. Now it's time to pray that these same politicians that do evil on the earth to everybody, not just melanated people, even to their own citizens. You have to start praying that God raise up indignation and pour out wrath. When a tornado comes up and damages a population, that's wrath. Hurricane, that's wrath. Storm, that's wrath. Hail, that's wrath. Fire, that's wrath. War, food shortages, famine. That's wrath. Pestilence. That's wrath. What you praying for peace for when now it's the time for the wicked to get dealt with? You should be praying continually for God to avenge the innocent. You should be praying and fasting continually that God reveal himself and show himself to be God just like he did in Egypt. Stop playing and pray. Stop singing and dancing and waiting for New Year's Day. Pray for vengeance. Where is your faith? You think God is just sitting on a cloud somewhere, smoking on tuca? Huh? You think God is sitting back drinking Hennessy? No. He's waiting for his people to wake up. He's waiting for you to realize who you are in him. He's waiting for you to tap into immortality. 
Because the Bible says, surely oppression makes a wise man mad. But with that anger, how do you exercise wisdom? With that anger, how do you grow and develop your integrity? With that anger, how do you grow and develop your endless, your uh, 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 discipline? With that anger, how do you help your people to get on the right track? That's the mindset you have to have. You have to have the mindset of, I'm a warrior for Christ. I'm going to stand up for what's good, what's pure, what's righteous, what's holy, and fill my spirit with love, joy, peace, integrity, patience, long-suffering. That's what you do when you see oppression. You raise up the tribes of Jacob. You fight with this Bible. Watch this. It says, Make the time short. Remember the covenant and let them declare thy wonderful works. Remind the people during Egypt, your ancestors were delivered. The same judgments is going to come to spiritual Egypt. During Babylon, judgment came to Babylon. The same judgment is going to come to the daughter of Babylon. Y'all know who I'm talking about when I say the daughter of Babylon. Y'all know who I'm talking about when I say the daughter of Babylon. Psalm chapter 137, verse 7. If you're confused, read Psalm chapter 137, and it'll tell you that Edom is the daughter of Babylon. Let's read on. It says, let him that escapeth be consumed by the rage of the fire and let them perish that oppress the people. Do you see what the Bible says about those that mistreat the innocent? Do you see what the Bible says about those that have that do not have your best interests at heart? Do you see what the Bible says? about those this is part of the gospel that none of these politicians and preachers like your td jakes your creflo dollar they're not going to read these scriptures we have to reveal the truth that with deliverance comes vengeance this makes my teeth white when i read this this makes me smile so you telling me that the same god of the bible that flooded the whole earth and only eight people survive is the same God that's going to save me and going to destroy my oppressor. You better believe it. You better believe it. Guess what? Not everybody is oppressed. Not everybody is being mistreated. Not everybody has forgotten their identity. Not everybody is the descendants of enslavement. Not everybody is suffering through mass incarceration. Not everybody is living in food deserts. Not everybody is in the ghettos and the slums. Not everybody is being mistreated and misrepresented. Not everybody is the last hide and the first fired. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Make the time short. Remember the covenant and let them declare thy wonderful works. Let him that escapes be consumed by the rage of the fire and let them perish that oppress the people. Y'all see what the Bible is saying? Do y'all understand what the Bible is saying? Smite in sunder, in sunder. That means in half the heads of of the rulers of the heathen that say there was none other than but we 
Doesn't America say there's no other nation as great as us? Make America great again. There's nobody as great as us. The greatest military force, the greatest political atmosphere, the greatest economic system, the greatest nation on the planet. They say there is no other but we. Everybody else compared to America is less than. That's how they feel. But guess what? While they are in this moment of pride, they don't realize that the tribes of Jacob are waking up. Verse 11, gather all the tribes of Jacob together and inherit thou them as from the beginning. Meaning what? The same way God gathered us out of Egypt and set us up as the tribes in our own city going into the promised land fighting against the Canaanites is the same way God is going to deliver us from spiritual Egypt through plague, through destruction. Y'all, this is not a kumbaya moment. This is a moment to fortify your spirit in strength, in justice, in peace, and walk in the ways of the, Mo of the Most High. This should give you encouragement to walk in justice, and integrity to know that there's going to come a day where all 12 tribes are going to come together. There's no longer going to be division. There's no longer going to be separation. There's no longer going to be where Judah is vexing Ephraim, where Northern kingdom is again. Oh, you too light skin. You can't be no Israelite. Oh, you too dark skin. You a Hamite. Or I don't know what you are. You, you No, there's not going to be any of that anymore. The division that was caused through division of language, colorism, racism, fascism, all of the isms that exist today, they're going to be done away with. There's going to be one kingdom on the earth, the kingdom of our black Messiah. There's going, let me say it again for the kids that are slow. There's going to be one empire on the earth. Who is going to enter into that kingdom? The righteous, the righteous. Gather all the tribes of Jacob together and inherit thou them. Inherit. You got an inheritance with the most high. Inherit thou them as from the beginning. Okay. As from the beginning. Nobody in the Bible is Jewish. Sorry, not sorry. There is the tribe. Listen, the tribe of Judah is one tribe out of 12. Not everybody is a Jew. What about the tribe of Levi? What about the tribe of Issachar? What about the tribe of Benjamin? What about the tribe of Naphtali? What about the tribe of Ephraim and Manasseh? Stop focusing on the simplistic things that you were taught through Eurocentric delusionalism. No person as Caucasian that lives in the land of Israel that was invaded in 1948 is actually a bloodline descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The book of Jeremiah 14, 2 says that Judah is black, just like the soil. Stop it. Watch this. Verse 11, gather all the tribes of Jacob together and inherit thou them as from the beginning. O Lord, have mercy upon the people that is called by thy name and upon Israel, whom thou hast named thy firstborn. Israel, whom thou hast named thy first 
born. Watch this. Watch this. Let's go to Exodus chapter 4. Exodus chapter 4. Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. It says, And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. So in a place in Africa where enslaved blacks were dealing with an oppressive nation, now you have the descendants of those same people living in America, living in the Caribbean islands, living as the descendants of slavery and colonization. And God is raising up 144,000 soldiers and the scattered Israelites all over the world, waking them up and saying, look, Israel is my son. These black Hispanics and Native Americans, they not Negro, they not Moreno, they not Latino, they not Indian, they not Aborigine, and none of these fake titles that they gave them. They are my people, God's chosen people, the righteous, the Israelites, the princes that have power with God and man. That is our name. That is our name. Not black, not Negro, not Native American, not Hispanic, not Latino. Listen. My family literally is from the island of Hispaniola, the first area of black people called Hispanic by Christopher Columbus. That was a fake title. I am not property of Spain. We are not property of America. We are not property of Amerigos Vespucci, an Italian man. I'm not a descendant of a Caucasian. We are the 12 tribes of Israel. Watch this. Sirach chapter 36, verse 11. Gather all the tribes of Jacob together and inherit thou them as from the beginning. O Lord, have mercy upon the people that is called by thy name and upon Israel and upon Israel whom thou hast named thy firstborn. That's us. We are the firstborn. Don't mess with his kids. Don't mess with his children. You're going to get the business. Don't mess with his kids. Oh, Lord, have mercy upon the people that is called by thy name and upon Israel and upon Israel. That's blacks, Hispanics and Native Americans. Be thou merciful unto Jerusalem, thy holy city. The place of thy rest fill Zion with thy unspeakable oracles and thy people with thy glory. Meaning what? God is going to appoint for you immortality. If you stand up for truth, if you stand up for these laws, if you walk up right. Yes, I'm reading for the King James Version Apocrypha. I'm reading from the King James Version Apocrypha. If you stand upright, if you walk in the ways of the Most High, you will enter into his glory, immortality, and you will be able to teach his unspeakable oracles, meaning you'll be able to prophesy. You'll be able to educate based on these scriptures. How do we get the understanding? Did it come from us going to an educational seminary school? No. We read this Bible, we breathe this Bible, we study this Bible day after day, night after night. Listen, I got fire in my bones for my people, y'all. Y'all don't understand. 
Y'all don't understand. I got fire in my bones because I want to see deliverance. I got fire in my bones right now. I could not listen. It's almost 12 a.m. where I'm at in Africa and I could not go to sleep. I was like, nah, I got to read the Bible. I got to go over some precepts with the brothers, with the sisters. I got to encourage them. Who is going to stand up for the most high? Watch this. Verse 15, give testimony unto those that thou hast possessed from the beginning and raise up prophets and raise up prophets and raise up prophets that have been in thy name. Give testimony unto those that thou hast possessed from the beginning and raise up prophets that have been in thy name. Reward them that wait for thee and let thy prophets be found faithful. Y'all hear that? You have to be a faithful prophet of the most high. You can't operate like these Christian pastors, man. You can't operate like these imams in, in uh, Islam. You can't operate like these rabbis over here in Judaism. They use the Bible as tools for their own advantage. Instead of teaching people the truth that will liberate them from Eurocentric delusionalism, Arabic delusionalism, they use it for greed, for money. Ask T.D. Jakes. Ask Creflo Dollar. When they teach the Bible, they teach for reward. They don't teach to wake up the people. They don't teach to liberate the minds. They teach for their own agenda. But God is going to reward those that wait for him. He's going to reward those prophets that are found faithful, those preachers that are found faithful, those teachers that want to set the captives free. Watch this. Let's go back now. Let's go to Psalms 94. Let's read verse one again. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs, O God, to whom vengeance belongs, show thyself, lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth, render a reward to the proud. So now who is this talking about here when it says, render a reward to the proud? Who is going to do this? The Messiah, the Messiah. Watch this. I'm showing you that this Old Testament passage is talking about the Messiah. Watch this. Listen close. Write this down. Revelation chapter 22, verse 12, is a precept for Psalms 94, verse 2. Write that down in your Bible. Highlight it. Circle it. Underline it. That part where it says, Render a reward to the proud. We're going to precept that or cross-reference to Revelation 22, verse 12. Listen close. And behold, Revelation chapter 22, verse 12. And behold, I come quickly and my reward and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Wow. Wow. Do you see what the Bible is saying? Let's go back. Psalm chapter 94, verse two, lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth. Who is that talking about? 
the Messiah, the black Messiah, the black Messiah. Watch this. Revelation chapter seven. No, Revelation chapter five, verse five. Revelation chapter five, verse five. They say, hey, forefront, why are you saying the black Messiah? Let's find out. Revelation chapter five, verse five. And one of the elders said unto me, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open up the book and loose the seals thereof. So somebody came from the bloodline lineage of David, the root, the lion of Judah, the lion of Judah. Who's that talking about? The black Messiah, the black Messiah. The black Messiah. I got to say it over and over again till it sinks in. Because when you think Messiah, you're thinking about some blonde hair, blue eyed guy that don't exist. That's not real. You're thinking of Caesar Borgia, the Pope's son. Watch this. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 14. For it is evident, meaning it is obvious that our Lord sprang out of Judah. Of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. Jeremiah chapter 14 verse 2. Judah mourneth and the gates thereof languish. They are black. They are black unto the ground. So the lion of the tribe of Judah is described as a black man. The lion of the tribe of Judah is described as a black man. Y'all understand that? I hope you do. I hope you do. Watch this. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Watch this. Somebody will read that and be like, see, that's talking about everybody. No, it's not. No, it's not. Revelation chapter seven, verse four. And I heard the number of them which were sealed and there were sealed 144,000, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel, of the children of Israel. Of the children of Israel. Wait a minute. That ain't everybody. Y'all forget that the children of Israel were scattered into all nations, all kindreds, all tongues. Second Ezra chapter 2, verse 38. 2 Ezra chapter 2, verse 38. Arise up and stand. Behold the number of those that be sealed in the feast of the Lord, which are departed from the shadow of the world and have received glorious garments of the Lord. Take thy number, O Zion, O Zion, O Zion, and shut up those of thine that are clothed in white, which have fulfilled the law of the Lord. Y'all understand who are sealed? The people that are sealed are those that have fulfilled the law. Shalom to you. Welcome to the room. Bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples. That's Isaiah chapter 8, verse 16. 
He will magnify the law. Those that are sealed are those that fulfill the law. Those that apply the law. Those that keep. Those that guard. Watch this. The number of thy children. When it says thy children, that means a family. That means a group, an ethnicity, a class, a culture, a group, a people. The number of thy children whom thou longest for is fulfilled. Beseech the power of the Lord that thy people which have been called from the beginning may be hallowed, may be holy. That sounds like what we just read in, in, in Sirach chapter 36. That sounds like what we just read in Sirach chapter 36. Revelation chapter 7 verse 4. And I heard a number of them which are sealed and that were sealed 140 and 4,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000 tribe of Reuben 12,000 Gad 12,000 Asher 12,000 Naphtali 12,000 Manasseh 12,000 Simeon 12,000 Levi 12,000 Issachar 12,000 Zebulon 12,000 Joseph 12,000 Benjamin 12,000 y'all. Then they say, oh, that, that means just them. No, there's going to be more children of Israel that are saved. This is just talking about the leaders, the men, the warriors. Watch this, verse 9. After this I beheld, after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Oh, wait a minute. It's talking about a people that was numbered. It's talking about a people that was numbered. Let's go to Hosea. Let's go to Hosea chapter one, verse 10. Yet the number of the children of Israel, hold up, wait a minute. This ain't talking about everybody? No. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, you are not my people. There, there, there it shall be said unto them, you are the sons of the living God. Y'all see that? So in the same place in America where they say, y'all black, y'all Negro, y'all Hispanic, y'all Latino, y'all some Indian, y'all some Aborigine, y'all ain't nobody. There, many of you are waking up to know your identity. Embrace your biblical roots. Embrace your biblical culture. We are the 12 tribes of Israel. That's who you are. That's who you be. No longer should you call yourself a Gentile. What kind of Gentile are you? Are you a, are you an Edomite? Are you a Moabite? Are you a Canaanite? When these jokers say, oh, I'm a Gentile, hem them up. Tell them what kind of Gentile are you then? You say you were Gentile, name it. Name the Gentile class you come from then. Negro, they're going to be like, uh, 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 I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What a, I, I, watch this. I'm going to show you the literal Gentiles. This is the literal Gentiles, not the Gentiles or Hellenized Greek Jews, the literal Gentiles. 
First Ezra chapter 8, verse 69. The nation of Israel, the princes, the priests, and Levites have not put away from them the strange people of the land, nor the pollutions of the Gentiles, to wit, of the Canaanites, Hittites, Pharisites, Jebusites, and the Moabites, Egyptians, and Edomites. Those are the Gentiles. Those are the Gentiles. Watch this. Watch this. Another classification of Gentiles is in the beginning of the Bible, in the book of Genesis, chapter 10, where you read the divisions of the nations. Where you read the divisions of the nations. Genesis chapter 10, and I want verse 5. We're going to start at verse 1, and then we're going to jump down to verse 5. It says, Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Unto them were, were sons born after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomar, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Tiras. Jump down to the point, verse 5. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, every one after his tongue, after their families in their nations. Meaning what? After the Tower of Babel, you had the various tribes that were split into different languages. People like the Javanese, people like Elisha, people like Tarshish, people like the Katim, people like Dodanim or the Romim, people like the sons of Ham. Cush, Mizraim, Foot, Canaan. These are the Gentiles. But you Negroes, you Latinos, you are not Gentiles. You are the descendants of Shem, Afro-Asiatics. You descend from Shem, who was derived in the continent of Africa. Literally, I got a, I got a document showing a map of Yehuda all up in West Africa and Central Africa in the Congo region. I put it up in the, in the most recent TikTok live we had, okay? We had a whole entire episode dedicated showing you the presence of the Bible in the continent of Africa, proving to you that we were intermingled with the Canaanites and the Hamite tribes in Africa. We were taken on ships and brought to the Americas. Some of our brothers came during the Assyrian captivity already over here in the Americas, and they got colonized by the conquistadors. Watch this. Let's go back now. Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. And after this, I beheld in lower multitude, which no man could number of all nations, kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the land clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 64. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 64. Deuteronomy 28 verse 64 says this. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people. Among all people, from the one end of the earth, even unto the other, 
and there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. So let's break this down for the kids that are slow. We were first in bondage in Egypt. We were first in bondage in Egypt. We got out of Egypt and we traveled all throughout Northeast Africa into the regions of Arabia. We then had many wars with Canaanite tribes. We also fought against the Amalekites. We fought against the Canaanites. We fought against the Moabites. And subsequently, through the book of Joshua, Judges, and Ruth, there were several captivities where our people served the Moabites. So when you read about the story of Ruth, you ain't thinking what you think you know. You may think Ruth is a literal Moabite, not knowing that the Israelites were enslaved by the Moabites for almost 100 years. So what you think you know of the Bible, you don't really know. Then, after the time of Judges, you fast forward to the time where we were fighting against the, the Philistines. Those are Nilotic tribes intermingled with the Ish Ishmaelites, okay, the people of Abimelech, who Abraham had a covenant with, and he in turn had Ishmael's son intermingling with those Nilotic tribes of the Philistines. Now they call themselves Palestinians. We were enslaved by the Philistines and King David had to fight. King Saul had to fight. Solomon had to fight until our kingdom was finally at rest. Guess what? There's Afro-Palestinians till this day. Afro-Phoenicians, Afro-Philistines, meaning the people that you think are Palestinian and they melanated, they really Israelite descendants. Okay. Then you fast forward to the time of Esther and Artaxerxes or Ahasuerus had a kingdom that spanned from Ethiopia all the way to India. What you think you know of the Bible, you don't know. From Ethiopia, from Africa, all the way to, West, to Western Asia, India. So guess what? Hadassah, Esther, she was married to one of the princes, one of the kings in that empire. You don't think a whole bunch of black folks was intermingling in India, in Persia? Y'all understand that? So you're finding out now that those same people that you might think are red dots with the red dot in their forehead. And you say, no, nah, that's not our people. Those are East Indians, the deletes, the CD, the untouchables. Those are descendants of the Israelites. And some of those other ones that got colonized. And brought to the Americas and they got a red dot on their head, but they look just as black as you and I. They really are descendants of the Hebrews. People are going to have a rude awakening when they go in the kingdom of heaven and they're going to see a whole bunch of mixtures of people. And they're going to be like, oh, damn, you were Israelite? The same guy you was making fun of was saying, hello, welcome to the quickie mart. Hello, Punjab. Hello, Punjabi. How are you today, my friend, my friend? The same one you was making fun in the corner store. Saying they're not your people. You're going to find out a rude awakening. They went into slavery just like you. So we're reading out of the Bible that the children of Israel will be scattered into all nations. You have the East African slave trade by the Arabs. You have descendants of slavery going as far out from Saudi Arabia to China to Ireland to Shandong to Hong Kong enslaved 
don't know who they are and they're walking around speaking Mandarin and you're like, hold up, wait a minute, these are Israelites here. Okay? You have also the Persian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Assyrian Empire, the Grecian Empire, the Roman captivity, the Arabic ca captivity. There was a time where China rolled rule over the world over that western region the silk road slave trade the silk road spanned from ireland all the way over to shangdong china and hong kong and japan okay so what you have to understand is when the bible says you're going to be scattered from one side of the planet to the other you better believe the bible how is it true in america and you say no only the people that was enslaved in America, they only the Israelites. Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans are 12 tribes scattered worldwide. Revelation chapter 7 verse 9. And after this, I beheld, lo, a multitude which no man could number of all nations, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Listen, this is for the brothers. I need you warriors to stand up. I need you men to stop sitting on your butt. Learn what you got to learn. Teach in your local city. Teach from city to city. Then elevate. Go from city to city, then go from state to state, then elevate. Go from area to area, then go from country to country, then go from continent to continent till you preach this Bible everywhere. I'm trying to put a fire in your bones. Don't just sit on TikTok. Don't just sit on Facebook and YouTube. Teach this Bible everywhere in their face. Get in their face. Read the Bible to their face. Y'all understand what I'm saying? If you understand, put a one in the chat. If you understand, put a one in the chat. Why am I saying this? Because this Bible has to go everywhere. The truth of who we are. You have allowed these other nations to, to send their military and their missionaries to brainwash the people. And now you woken up, you want to sit on your butt. And just read the Bible and talk to people. No. Get in their face. Who's going to rise up for me against the wicked doers? Let's go back. Let's go back. Psalm chapter 94. I'm putting a fire in your butt. I'm putting a fire in your butt. You better, you better get the moving. Psalms 94. Let's go to the main point that I wanted to bring out. Psalms 94 verse 16 who shall rise up for me against the evildoers there's a question for god almighty talking to you who will rise up for me against the evildoers or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity are you gonna stand are you going to stand we at war listen yo i'm telling you i got a fire in my bones right now i'm trying to elevate your mind now i'm trying to elevate your mind now to be a man that's willing to go above and be y'all i dropped the creature comforts of america to come to africa to teach the bible man 
Y'all think the forefront is just playing games with you? Listen, y'all can stay, y'all can stay and, and, and sit on, be keyboard warriors and type all, type all you want. Listen, I'm over here in the trenches and I'm encouraging you all to go and do the same. If you speak Spanish, go to Spanish speaking countries. If you speak French, go to French speaking countries. If you speak English, go to English speaking countries. Go everywhere and teach this Bible. I don't care if you male, I don't care if you female, I don't care if you a dog, I don't care if you a cat, I don't care if you a rock. If you don't want to do it, the most high will make the rocks cry out. You hear me? The rocks going to cry out. If you don't want to prophesy, he will take a little child and rebuke you to your face and say, hey, aren't you an Israelite? And you're going to be like, yeah, I'm an Israelite. Why are you not teaching this Bible? I'm, I'm 12, but I want to do what I see these other brothers doing. Why you ain't doing it? And you're going to be like, oh, shoot. You're going to be like, oh, shoot. Watch this. Sirach chapter 34, verse 11, verse, verse 9. A man that has traveled knows many things. And he that has much experience will declare wisdom. He that has no experience knows nothing. But he that has traveled is full of prudence. When I traveled, I saw many things, and I understood more than I can express. I was oftentimes in danger of death, yet I was delivered because of these things. The spirit of those that fear the Lord shall live, shall live, shall live, for their hope is in him that saves them. Whoso fears the Lord shall not fear, nor be afraid, for he is his hope. Blessed is the soul of him that fears the Lord. To whom does he look for? And who is his strength? Y'all hear that? Y'all hear what the Bible is saying? Do you hear what the Bible is saying? I hope you do. I hope you do. You got jokers that came up to me and say, hey, forefront, what do you mean travel to Africa? What do you mean travel to the Caribbean islands? Listen, why don't you leave out of your city this listen there's some people that know this bible that won't even travel more than three hours out of their city to read the bible when are y'all gonna wake up and realize that there's a whole entire planet full of israelites the harvest is plenty the harvest is plenty but the laborers are few the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Let's go back. Psalms chapter 94, verse 16. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Y'all see that? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Now let's go back. Psalms 94, let's read verse 3. Lord, how long? Shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? You see them in their parades. Right now, they're going to have a New Year's Day parade coming up soon. They had their Christmas parade. They have their Thanksgiving parade. You see the wicked on their holidays, chefing it up, having their barbecues, drinking, smoking, partying, living it up in your face while you're oppressed, while you're going through the worst of the worst while you're going through oppression 
constantly they celebrating their wicked holidays saying oh it's a new year yay let's go worship janice let's go worship these false gods yay let's go kiss under the mistletoe and all of this bs that's what you see going on lord how long shall the wicked how long shall the wicked triumph how long shall they utter and speak hard things and all the workers of iniquity boast themselves? Do you not see those that are living in the most depraved mindset all on TikTok boasting themselves? I've seen Luciferians and Satanists boasting themselves. I've seen witches boasting themselves. I've seen LGBTQ boasting themselves. I've seen prideful pedestrians boasting themselves with pederasty. I've seen politicians boasting themselves. I've seen preachers boasting themselves. I've seen scientists boasting themselves, actors and actresses boasting themselves all up in front of everybody's face, living in debauchery, worshiping Satan to your face, and you say nothing. You just sit and laugh and, 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 and play around like it's a game. While souls are at stake. I'm sorry, babe. I'm mad. I don't woke up my wife. I apologize. While lives are at stake, people are literally watching music videos of inappropriate people like Little Nas X that are going around being a booty bandit playing with peanut butter, with Satan. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. That's the society y'all live in, man. To me, to hell with that. I'm done with TV. After that came on, oh, I'm cutting off the cable. Sorry. Oh, dad, why you cut off the cable for it? Nope, you ain't watching this. Not on my watch. Not on my dime. Go get your own TV. Oh, dad, why you took off the phone? Why you took our phone away? Because you're not watching this garbage on television. Why you took off Netflix? They're literally showing you sodomites on Netflix kissing each other. That's what you want to watch? No. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Y'all sitting in entertaining foolishness and God is literally saying, are you going to rise up against these people that boast themselves in sin? They boast themselves in lawless behavior to your face. Watch this. Verse five. They break in pieces thy people, O Lord, and afflict thine heritage. Does America afflict God's heritage, you better believe it. Does India afflict black people in India? Yeah, there's a caste system right there where the descendants of Esther, Hadassah, that's still living in India, they are being oppressed. The descendants of Mordecai and out of the book of Esther that lived from Ethiopia all the way to India, they're being oppressed. When are you going to throw Netflix off of your phone and delete it? When are you going to delete Instagram? When are you going to delete Facebook? Listen, I have literally seen videos of strange fruits of melanated women being stringed up with rope on Facebook. I have literally seen a black woman get popped upside her head with a rock on Facebook. I've seen people be unalive. Listen, Facebook is so evil. 
I pulled up on Instagram after not using it for weeks. And the first thing that popped up on my feed was a was an individual that was in the outside shower and I could see this male's outer parts from his back. I said, what the hell is this? I deleted Instagram instantly. Now they're putting propaganda of soft corn fornication in front of your face and you don't see it's evil, but you still play around with it. Same thing with TikTok. Same thing with any of these social media apps. If you talk about the Bible, they will shadow ban you. They will speak ill of you. They will say, this is restricted material. You can't speak on these matters. But they will show you openly people bowing down to the red dragon, the Krabby Patty, the red lobster, the troglodyte, participating in atrocious acts. And they bust our people down and oppress our people and afflict our people on a daily basis. How did I hear about George Floyd Facebook? How did I hear? Listen, they social media construct us to get used to seeing melanated people being abused. They have desensitized you so much that you will see it and go to work the next day. You will see it and say, I'm not going to boycott Starbucks. Yeah, I saw two black guys get arrested by Starbucks, but nah, you know, I ain't going to arrest them. You will see these Karens do all manner of evil and go to work, go to school, go do handle your own business the very next day like nothing happened. That's what's going on. You see our people getting afflicted. Verse 6, they slay the widow and the stranger and unalive the fatherless. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. In the greatest nation on the planet, constantly on the news. Listen, I just heard a story where a brother and a brother were fighting against each other and they accidentally shot their mom because they were so mad over Christmas presents. Over stupid ass Christmas presents. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. You can't make this stuff. They are hurting each other over a fake religious practice that's not founded in the Bible. Y'all understand that? Do you understand that? Oh, okay. It was their sister. Okay. It was, it was still their bloodline relative, right? So the sister got Christmas presents and two of them are bickering over Christmas presents. And now all of a sudden, pew pew is drawn out. Make it make sense. Over a religious practice that has no biblical based foundation. You see when the Israelites tell you that Christmas is wicked. It leads people to covetous behavior. But people say, oh, no, I worship Satan clause. I said it right. Satan clause. And they don't see that it's evil, even though jolly old Saint Nick, old Nick was a cold world for Satan himself. 
Bro, you ain't listening to the forefront. You ain't listening to the other brothers and sisters that's telling you the truth. You rather live in La La Land. Watch this. Verse 7. Yet they say the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. You see that? So America does all manner of villainy, miscreancy to innocent people. And they say, oh, I go to church. I go to church every Sunday. God don't see it. The God of Jacob, he don't see it. He don't regard it. These just Negroes. Who care about them? These just Latinos. Who care about them? Don't nobody care about them. Watch this. Understand, ye brutish among the people and ye fools. When will ye be wise? When are you going to use the oppression that you see to gain wisdom? Because the Bible says, surely oppression makes a wise man mad. When are you going to get some good sense? When are you going to use your brain? When are you going to use intelligent thought? He that plants the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? Meaning they think God don't see what's going on. You think that, you think that people could exercise evil for so long and God is not going to judge them? You really think that people really think that they're going to exercise as much debauchery and filth on the planet and God ain't going to do nothing. They just go to church every day. God good all the time and all the God, all the time God good. Ooh, let's sing, let's dance. Holy, holy, holy. Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya. That's what they're doing. Singing and dancing and praying. And they're deep in the midst of all manner of evil. You think God got ears and he made man and formulated man and created the gen uh, genetic material to form man, but he don't got no ears like he ain't paying attention to what's going on? You think he can make something as intricate as an eyeball that can see variations of color, that can see variations of depth from near to far to close to far to wide to peripheral? You think somebody that can create a, a, a singular thing just like that, but he don't got no eyes, he don't see he don't see the evil that's going on on earth. Come on. Hello. The Lord knows the way and thoughts of man, that they are vanity. Verse 10. He that chastises the heathen, he that chastises the heathen, shall not he correct? He that teacheth man knowledge, shall not he know? We've been so used as Israelites seeing our own people being oppressed and chastised because of the sins of our ancestors. But we don't even see that God is going to jack these nations up. Y'all understand what the Bible is saying? He says, he that chastised the heathen. What's another word for heathen? The nations. Shall not he correct? He that teaches man knowledge. Shall not he know? The Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. Meaning the things people think about in society is straight BS, y'all. Y'all think about go to work, go to sleep, go to work, go to sleep, eat food, take a dump, have sex, go to work, go to sleep. A waste of time. A waste of, walking around with no purpose whatsoever. Walking around with no objective whatsoever. 
Watch this. Blessed is the man whom thou chastises, O Lord, and teaches him out of thy law. Meaning what? Some of y'all black folks, some of y'all melanated people, some of y'all Mexicans, some of y'all Puerto Ricans, some of y'all Africans, some of y'all in indigenous populations, you're not going to turn to God unless God jack you up. When you're living it up, when you got money, when you got wealth, when you got abundance, you like, I ain't worried about God, man. I'm good. That's what you say. Man, I got my blunt. I got my alcohol. I got my, my women. Oh, I'm good. I got my cars. I got all of this bread. Oh, I'm good. It's not until you get chastised. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Please help me. Oh, I'm sorry I did that. I, did, I know I should have did that. Oh, I'm so messed up. I'm a wicked sinner. God help me. But are you going to change? I hope you do. I hope you fortify your mind to live righteous. Because guess what? Once you get chastised, now it's time for you to get taught out of the law. Out of the law. Out of the law. Watch this, watch this, watch this. What's a simple cure to LGBT stuff? Watch this, watch this, watch this. The law is spiritual. The law is spiritual. Watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. The woman shall not wear that which pertains unto a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. So now the Bible is saying that a woman should put on a dress and a man should put on pants. Y'all know the spiritual implications of that, that affects the spiritual, the, the physical realm. Because men decide to dress like women, like Tyrese, Tyrese Gibson, like uh, uh, Neo, you have the forced destruction of the male image propagated throughout American culture. They want to make black men, Latino men act like women because of the fact they have your sisters, your mothers, your aunties wearing that nasty tight spandex that you're walking around in. Here it is. It's, it's 47 degrees in the wintertime, but you got spandex on. Talking about it's cold. Why don't you put on a warm dress, sister? It's spiritual. It's spiritual. Because guess what? Once you start tapping into that feminine energy as a woman... With a dress on, you're going to get more respect. You're going to get more dignity. Nobody's going to be looking at your curvature trying to highlight at you just because of your butt. Okay? Same thing with the men. If you change yourself and be manly, you're going to get less people that disrespect you. Grow your beard. Don't be arching your eyebrows. How is it? It's 2023 and you niggas is arching your eyebrows. The hell is this, man? Putting putting uh, uh, fingernail polish, man. What is wrong with y'all? I'm seeing grown men with blonde hair and pink hair and green hair. What's wrong with y'all, man? Stop it. Get some help. Listen, I'm so about this life. Even when I was working at Walmart, before I got into the medical field, when I was working at, in the hospitals, I used to work at Walmart for $7.75. This dude walked into Walmart. Looking like Michael Jackson, straight up, white dude, came in with a with a skirt on, came in with a, a, a fingernail polish and a purse. When he walked in the store, I looked at him and I said to him, I ain't even say nothing to him. I just said, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. He just looked at the floor. 
because he know he know for a fact that he was a man acting like a girl i don't care about your feelings i don't care i ain't even gotta say nothing all i gotta say is come on man man come on man that's it brother got the point verbatim that's why i don't even speak on lg I, listen if you got that problem you better go look it up in the 1970s that was classified as a psychological disorder wasn't nobody talking about they want to play with peanut butter out here okay watch this psalm chapter 94 verse 11 the lord knows the thoughts of man that they are vanity meaning what people follow after lies how you living in a culture where a boy says it's okay to be a girl? It's a it's a it's a man's world, girl. What the hell? What the hell? No. Uh-uh. Mm -mm -mm. We live in a society where he wants to be a queen. No, no, stop it. Get some help. Go go see a therapist. Go sit down on a white man dirty couch. Go talk to somebody. You need some help. Mm-mm. No. You got sisters walking around with big, huge bull rings like they a cow or something. Talking about slurp, 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 slurp. I like ice cream from the girls. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, uh-uh. Take that raggedy nose ring out your nose. Why don't you dress like an Israelite? Put on a dress. Stop taping up your breasts. You are a girl. Sorry, not sorry. Verse 12, blessed is the man whom thou chastisest, O Lord, and teaches him out of thy law. What are the spiritual implications that apply to the physical realm when a person starts to walk upright in the integrity of God's laws? You will learn strength. You will learn justice. You will learn peace. You will learn righteousness. You will learn what's good for you and what's not good for you. And the only way you can discern that is through the Bible. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. Go into the Bible, crack it open, stop being spiritually lazy, and read it every day. Listen. Listen, listen to what I'm about, about to say. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So now when you read Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26, it talks about washing of the water by the word, meaning what? The scriptures is what helps you to be watered. A lot of y'all walking around dehydrated. Let me say it again for the kids that are slow. You don't read the Bible and the Bible is compared to spiritual water. A lot of y'all are walking around dehydrated. You're waiting for people to go on TikTok to read the Bible to you. Dry bones, bring it out. There you go. Dry bones. You're waiting for us to come and tell you to read the Bible. When you should be the you should be doing this. Listen, for the 75 plus people that's in this room right now, you should be doing the same thing I'm doing right now. 
You should study this Bible so much so that you got 75 warriors ready to teach this Bible. Y'all understand that? I want to encourage you. I know I know I seem harsh. I know I seem strong. I know I seem firm, but I am a father talking to his family. I am a brother speaking to brothers. I am a forefather speaking to his daughters. Because I love you, I speak this way with passion. Because I want you to understand the importance of this Bible. It's not a fairy tale. It is not a game. It is not something that you play with. This Bible is serious and we must take it seriously. Watch this. Psalm chapter 94. Shalom to you. Welcome to the Forefront Radio, sis. Appreciate you coming in. Appreciate everybody that's showing love and support. Make sure you share the room with at least some people. Make sure you tap on the screen to get the likes up. Make sure you subscribe if you're not subscribed on both YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. Watch this. Psalms 94 and verse 13. That thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked. Y'all know how the Bible says the earth is given into the hand of the wicked? There's a pit coming, y'all. Y'all know how the forefront always talking about a barbecue pit? Y'all don't want no part of the barbecue pit. Y'all don't want no part of that lake that burns with fire and brimstone. Guess what? That's reserved for the devil and his angels. That's reserved for the devil and his angels. But we're asking for God himself to give us rest from the days of adversity because we are the ones being afflicted in these last days. The last hired and the first fired. Police brutality. Food deserts. A lack of peace in our communities. Domestic situations. LGBT running rampant. You got 12-year-olds that are being told that they need to adjust their gender. You can't make this stuff up. That's what's going on in our society. We got to wake the people up. We got to help them. Okay? We got to help them. Verse 14. For the Lord will not cast off his people. Ooh, this make my teeth white right here. Because you know the Christian church. They'll say, God done away with his people. You black people, you ain't nobody. You just Gentiles. This Bible verse says, for the Lord will not cast off his people. Neither will he forsake his inheritance hold up a precept just popped in my brain hold up a precept just popped in my brain thank you father precept 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 this is how you understand the bible you have to cross-reference judges chapter 2 verse 1 and an angel of the lord came up from gilgal to bochim and said i made you to go up out of Egypt and have brought you unto the land which I swear unto your fathers. Who told you that the Bible was about? Who told you that the Bible was about religion? The Bible has always been about ancestry, your fathers. Watch this. And I said, 
I will never, I will never, I will never break my covenant with you. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. They're not going to read that in church. Ooh, replacement theology just got crushed. God says himself that you black people, you Hispanic people, you native indigenous, you children of the slave trade, you children of colonialism, you people that have been oppressed and forgot who you are, you people that are forced to pay taxes to the same people that mistreat you, where your face ain't on the, on the paper that you spending. Guess what? I will never break my promise, my contract, my testimony, my covenant with you. Oh, precept just popped in my head. Precept, precept, precept. We have to cross-reference. We have to cross-reference. The Bible answers the Bible. You don't need a politician, pimp, pastor to sit and talk for three hours. You need precepts. You need scripture. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 26, Leviticus chapter 26, and we're going to read verse 44. And yet for all that, when they be in the land of their enemies, meaning what? When the Israelites are in the land of their enslavement, I will not, I will not, I will not cast them away. You hear what the Bible is talking about you? You hear when the Bible is talking about black folks, Latino, Native American, and saying God is not forgotten you that's what we need today we need people to tell us god has not forgotten you you going through hell on earth but guess what god has not forgotten you you've gone through oppression guess what god has not forgotten you your paycheck ain't enough for you to pay your bills god has not forgotten you your business ain't popping like you thought it would be god has not forgotten you your people have been unalive through COVID 19 and they dying in the streets getting shot every day God has not forgotten you. Y'all understand that? Watch this. Neither will I abhor them to destroy them utterly and to break my covenant, my covenant, my covenant, my covenant with them. Who is the them? We'll find out. For I am the Lord their God. He ain't everybody God. But I will but I will, for their sakes, remember the covenant, the covenant of their ancestors. I told you the Bible ain't about religion. I told you the Bible is not about religion. I told you the Bible is not. He said, I will, for your sake, remember the contract, the promise, the covenant of your ancestors that's what the bible is saying y'all whom i brought forth out of the land of egypt why he had to always remind us that he brought you from slavery in africa because some of y'all walking around saying i ain't no african i'm an israelite i'm from america america i'm an american and you wearing a, a, a american flag and you 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 deep in the kool-aid of america but God had to remind your black butt, your Hispanic butt, that you was a slave in Egypt, in Africa. He has to remind you of that. Uh, brother put Psalm 84, verse 34 through 37. Let's look at that. Is that talking about the covenant? Is that talking about the covenant? I hope so. Don't be throwing up precepts if you throw me off, bro. Let's see. Psalms 84. 
let's scroll down. You said Psalms 84, right? Okay. Verse 34 to 37. Vargasin. I'm at Psalms 30. I'm, I'm at Psalms 84 right now. There is no 37. There is no bro. What you doing, bro? What are you doing, bro? Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, my brother. Come on. Help me. Help me help you. Help me help you. If you provide a precept, please provide me with an accurate precept so that way I don't embarrass myself. Thank you. Come again. The so you want Psalms 89, is that correct? Psalms 89. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Psalms 89. Ah, okay. Psalms 89. Now let's go to 34. Ah, thank you. I appreciate you, brother. Now you in the spirit. Now you in the spirit. I love you, bro. I love you. Psalms 89, verse 34. My covenant will I not break. Wow, I got to read that slow for the kids in the back. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Y'all know what a covenant is? It's a promise. It's an oath. It's a testament, a testimony. So God gave us an old covenant and a new covenant, an old testament and a new testament. Guess what? The old covenant was with Israel. The new covenant is with who? With Israel. Ain't no covenant to the Gentiles. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Watch this. Psalms 89 verse 35 now. Once have I sworn by my holiness that I will not lie, lie unto David. His seed shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before me. Yes, look up in the sky. Have you seen the sun? Have you seen the sun today? That means the seed is talking about who? The children of Israel. And this seed, according to the book of Galatians, is the black Messiah. The black Messiah. Verse 37. It shall be established forever, forever, forever as the moon and as a faithful witness in heaven. But thou hast cast off and abhorred and was been wroth with thine anointed. Verse 39. Thou hast made void the covenant of thy servant. Thou hast profaned his crown by casting it to the ground. That's what happened to the children of Israel. Our empire came to an end from the sin of David and the sin of Solomon. Solomon wanted multiple political connections to the other nations. He married multiple wives, which is a cut to them simple brothers going around teaching multiple wives. Our whole entire kingdom came to an end because Solomon wanted some buns of different nationality. He was like, ooh, I want some ice cream. I want some Edomite ice cream. I want some Moabite ice cream. I want this kind of ice cream. And then those, those wicked women caused him to fall into idolatry. And here go these simple brothers. I want multiple wives, brother. I want more than one woman. That's how your kingdom came to an end, Negro. Huh. <sighs> Let's go to the precept that the brother put. Actually, before we go to Jeremiah 33, I just thought of something. Let's read the text again in Psalms 89. I want to bring something out in Jeremiah chapter 31. Let's read this again. It says, 
his seed shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before me from there let's go to jeremiah 31 real quick we're going to come back to psalms 94 let's go to jeremiah 31 jeremiah y'all bear with me y'all put a one in the chat if this this is encouraging you put a one in the chat if this TikTok live is encouraging you to to walk in the ways of the most high i really hope it is i got a fire in my bones i cannot sleep it's literally 12 a.m over here but i gotta read this bible my wife rolling and tossing and turning in the in the bed but she can't sleep because i'm prophesying okay watch this jeremiah 31 verse 35 thus saith the lord who's talking god's talking who's talking the most high thus saith the lord which gives the sun for a light by day and the ordinance of the moon and of the stars for a light by night which divides the sea when the waves thereof roar the lord of hosts is his name if those ordinances depart from before me saith the lord then the seed of israel also shall cease from being a nation before me y'all see that thus saith the lord if heaven above can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath i will also cast off all the seed of israel for all that they have done saith the lord y'all see how the most high ain't forgot about you he said if the sun fall out the damn sky if the moon no longer exists if the stars don't shine at night if the rivers don't wave back and forth wave then I'm going to forget about y'all black folk. I'm going to forget about y'all Native Americans and y'all Hispanics. Don't worry about it no more. It's all over. But guess what? The sun is still here. The sun is still here. Guess what? The moon still exists. Guess what? The stars still exist in the sky. That means God has not forgotten his people. God has not forgotten you. So guess what? With deliverance comes judgment. Now let me read the other precept that the brother wanted. The brother wanted uh, Jeremiah chapter 33 now, verse 20. Let's go to that briefly. If y'all giving me an alley-oop, y'all make sure y'all give me a, a correct precept. Let's read this real quick. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, precept me. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. You as well, Raphael. Thank you for the precepts. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 20. Thus saith the Lord, if ye can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that there should be not day and night in their season, then may I also break the covenant that i have with david my servant that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and 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 with the levites the priests my ministers if you're wondering why the forefront is from the tribe of levi and i'm teaching the bible is because we still exist watch this 
verse 22 as the host of heaven cannot be numbered neither the sand of the sea measured so will i multiply the seed of david my servant and the levites that minister unto me y'all see that y'all see what the bible is saying y'all see what the bible is saying about the children of israel blacks hispanics and native americans Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Considerest thou not what this people have spoken, saying, The two families which the Lord hath chosen, he hath even cast them off? Thus they have despised my people, that they should be no more a nation before them. Thus saith the Lord, If my covenant be not with day and night, and if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then will I cast away the seed of Jacob and David my servant, so that I will take any of his seed to be rulers over the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, for I will cause their captivity, meaning their slavery, to return to return, to return, and have mercy, mercy, mercy on them. Hold up, precept just popped into my head again. Precept just popped into my head again. Who is God going to have mercy on? Let's find out. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 1. This is an Israelite favorite passage right here. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel. What group of people are suffering from mass incarceration? What group of people went into slavery on slave ships, just like the Bible predicted hundreds of thousands of years before it happened? Those are the Israelites. God says, God says, God says, I will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob and they shall take them cap and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids and they shall take them captives whose captives they were and they shall rule they shall rule they shall rule they shall rule over 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 their oppressors that's bible y'all that's bible y'all watch this watch this watch this amos chapter 9 amos chapter 9 Verse 11, in that day will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen, and I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom, and all the heathen which are called by my name, saith the Lord. So somebody asked the questions, is black Americans, are they the Israelites? Let's find out. Let's find out. This is the book of Jeremiah, chapter 14, verse 2. It says, Judah mourneth, and the gates thereof languish. They are black. They are black. 
they are black unto the ground and the cry of Jerusalem is gone up Lamentation chapter 5 Lamentation chapter 5 verse what verse 10 Lamentation chapter 5 verse 10 our skin was black like an oven because of the terrible famine lamentation chapter 4 verse 8 their visage meaning their face is blacker than a coal what book are we reading right now are we reading the epic of gilgamesh are we reading the quran are we reading the the egyptian book of the dead are we reading uh the tale of two cities or are we reading the bible Write it in the chat. What, what am I reading from? This is in every King James Bible. This is in every King James Bible. Why they ain't never taught us, us this in church? Hmm. 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 Why they never taught us this in church? Jeremiah chapter 13 verse 23. Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots then may ye do good that are accustomed to do evil so can an Ethiopian change their skin no can a leopard who has black spots change their spots no then if you evil as hell you can't change to be good so you better get your mind right and repent and be good and stay good watch this watch this Amos Amos chapter 9 Amos chapter 9 verse 7 tells us something profound it says are ye not as children of the Ethiopians unto me O children of Israel O children of Israel God is comparing the children of Israel to black Ethiopians if you get it you get it if you don't you don't all right let's go back to what we were reading Psalm chapter 94 verse 7 verse 16 who will rise up for me against the evildoers who will rise up for me against the evildoers and who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity unless the Lord hath been my help my soul had almost dwelled in silence meaning what unless God saves us and helps us man we will be sleeping in the ground when I said my foot slips, thy mercy, O Lord, helped me. In the multitude of my thoughts, within me, thy comforts, thy comforts delights my soul. So what do we use to comfort ourselves? Do we use word, motivational speeches? Do we use words of affirmation? How should we, as a nation of people, get comfort? Watch this. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. For whatsoever things are written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, that we, through patience and comfort and comfort of the scriptures, of the scriptures, might have hope. How do you gain hope? By reading the Bible. How do you gain hope? By studying the Bible. How do you gain hope? By applying the Bible. What is your comfort? It ain't T.D. Jake saying, this is your season. This is your season. God is going to bless you. God is going to bless you. Put uh, $1,500 in my collection plate, please. No, that's not how you get comfort. You get comfort from reading this Bible and understanding that God is a God of justice. 
God is going to repay those that oppressed you. God is going to give you the glorious kingdom, the promises, the riches, the what? Watch this. Romans chapter 9, verse 4. Who are Israelites? Who are Israelites? That's the question for today. The black diaspora. You are the Israelites. The so-called Latinos. You are the Israelites. The so-called Native Americans. You are the Israelites. The people that are the 12 tribes of Israel, the descendants of slavery and colonialism that have lost their identity and culture. Somebody gave me Jeremiah 17 verse 4. Let me go to that real quick. Let me go to that real quick. Jeremiah 17 verse 4. Ask yourself a question. Who did this happen to? And thou, even thyself, shalt discontinue from thy heritage that I gave thee, and I will cause thee to serve thy enemies in the land which thou knowest not. For you have kindled a fire in my anger which shall burn forever. What group of people were forced to serve those that don't like them? What group of people worked during slavery? Okay. No, we just read several texts of scripture that the Israelites are not Arabic people because the Arabs descend from Ishmael. Black people are the original, not the carbon copy, not the Ashkenazi, not the red lobster, not the troglodyte, not the cave people, but literally what the Bible describes as a people that was scattered into all nations via slavery. That's what we're reading out of the Bible. The Bible says that the children of Israel would go away captive into all nations. The word captive means slave. So you got descendants of the East African slave trade, the Sub-Saharan slave trade, the Grecian slave trade, the Persian slave trade, the Babylonian slave trade, the transatlantic slave trade. Hello. Those are the Israelites. Those are the Israelites. Let's go back. Romans chapter 9, verse 4. Who are Israelites? To whom pertains the adoption and the glory and the covenants, plural, and the giving of the law? And the giving of the law. The law was given to black folks. The law was given to Latinos. The laws was given to Native Americans. Who are Israelites? To whom pertains the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises? I'm going to come to that precept in just a second. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. Precept, precept, precept. Cross-reference, cross-reference, cross-reference. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11 and it reads the lord god of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more are, are ye and bless you as he has promised as he has promised you let's go back let's go back Romans chapter 9, verse 4, who are Israelites to whom pertains the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises? Whose are the fathers and of concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all. God bless forever. Amen. God bless forever. Amen. God bless forever. Amen.
Let's go to Second Ezra, chapter two, verse seven. If y'all giving me alley oops, make sure it's a slam dunk. Second Ezra, chapter two. Second Ezra, chapter two, and verse seven. Let's see here. Aha! It says, "Let them be scattered abroad among the heathen." Let them be scattered abroad among the heathen. Let their names be put out of the earth, for they have despised my covenant. What group of people were scattered all over the planet? Let's find out from the New Testament. The book of James chapter 1, the book of James chapter 1 verse 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Y'all see that? So the Bible says that the 12 tribes are the ones that are scattered. This is where we get the modern term diaspora. This is where we get the modern term diaspora, which means dispersed, which means scattered, which means they went everywhere. Slavery was everywhere. You think there's no judgment for that? You think there's no just you think people are gonna walk around and enslave God's chosen people and nothing's gonna happen? Baruch chapter 2, verse 30. Thank you for the alley oops. For I knew that they nope, I don't want that. Baruch chapter 3, verse 9. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity where thou hast scattered us. Where thou hast scattered us for a reproach and a curse and to be subject to payments according to all the iniquities of our fathers which departed from the Lord our God. This is how you know black folks are still in slavery, y'all. If you are subject to payments, you paying taxes to the same nation that oppressed you, that enslaved you, that depopulated you, that caused you to suffer from mass incarceration, you're still oppressed. But now, but now you're remembering who you are. Let me see what precept this person gave me. Luke chapter 19, verse 27. Let's see what that says. Luke chapter 19, verse 27. If you're giving me alley-oops, make sure it's a good precept. If you're giving me stuff that's throwing me off, I will put you on blast. Luke chapter 19, verse 27. No. Luke chapter 19, verse 27 has nothing to do with with what we're talking how you gonna come on my live and give me a false precept y'all think y'all really think that this bible is is a game y'all really y'all really sitting here thinking that there you go you have been blocked and muted you coming on my live giving me false precepts i'm not playing with y'all man i am not i'm not here to entertain y'all man giving me stupid false precepts let me see what the brother had brought out baruch chapter 2 Let's come back to this. Baruch chapter 2, verse 30. It says, For I knew that they would not hear me, because, because, because it is a stiff-necked people. But in the land of their captivities, they shall remember themselves. They shall remember themselves. So we're reading out of the Bible, out of Baruch chapter 2, that it says in the land that you were taken as slaves you're going to remember who you are you're going to remember your nationality you're going to remember your identity 
you're going to remember that you are God's chosen people. Y'all understand that? So literally, this is the same thing that we read about in the book of first Kings. Let's go to it real quick. And then we're going to close off with Psalms 94. Now, actually, you know what? I'm going to close off with Psalms 147. That's 149. That's what I'm going to close off with. Let's go to uh, the book of first Kings chapter eight, the book of first Kings chapter eight. And I'm going to read verse 47. No, let's start at verse 46. If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sins not. And thou be angry with them and deliver them to the enemy so that they carry them away captives unto the land of their enemy far or near. Meaning what? Near Jerusalem or far away from Jerusalem, close to Jerusalem, or away from Jerusalem. That's the transatlantic slave trade right here in the Bible, y'all. Yet, 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 if they shall bethink themselves, meaning what? Remember who you are. In the land, whether they were carried captives, a.k.a. slaves, and repent. This is the gospel in the Old Testament, y'all. This is the good news in the Old Testament to set the captives free. That's what we read in Isaiah 61 earlier. In the place where you were taken as slaves, if you remember who you are and you change, you repent, you get your mind right, you do what's appropriate. And make supplication unto thee in the land of them that carry them captive, saying, We have sinned and have done perversely. We have committed wickedness and so return unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies, which led them away captive and pray unto thee toward their land, which thou gavest unto their fathers. Y'all see how this Bible ain't got nothing to do with religion. It has always been about your ancestors. It has all Shalom. Welcome to the forefront radio room. It has always this Bible has always been about ancestry. It says your fathers, the city which thou has chosen and the house which I have built for thy name. Then, then, then hear thou their prayer. And their supplication in heaven, thy dwelling place, and maintain their cause and forgive thy people. That's what we want, y'all. We want God to forgive us of all our sin, all our iniquity, all our lawless behavior, so we can walk upright before him. So that way we could take over the world. Y'all, I'm trying to help you understand that it's much more than singing and clapping and dancing in church. We're talking about immortality. We're talking about a restoration of a broken nation, a broken people. Let's see the precept, brother, uh, put up. Ezekiel 36, verse 19 and 20. Ezekiel 36, verse 19. And I scattered them. Um, See, thank you, brother. When I see you in the kingdom, I'm going to give you a hug, bro. That's what I want. I want precepts that match exactly verbatim what we're talking about. Thank you. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 19. And I scattered them and I scattered them among the heathen and they were dispersed. That's the word diaspora right there. And they were dispersed 
through the countries according to their way. According to their doings, I judged them. Meaning what? When you were sitting there bowing down, doing voodoo, doing a hoodoo, worshiping Santeria, Brujaria, worshiping these false gods, worshiping Caesar Borgia, worshiping the Hindu gods, worshiping the Chinese god, worshiping the European gods, worshiping the Canaanite gods, the most high was like, all right, I'm going to jack y'all up. Y'all want to go and serve all these other gods? I'm going to judge you based on those gods. You want to worship the sun? Okay, I'm going to make it so hot that you working in the sun, you're going to just pass out. You want to worship the moon? Oh, okay, I'm going to make you serve under Islam. And you're going to bow down to the gods of Islam. Oh, you want to worship the star? I'm going to make you rock the star of David around your neck, not realizing that that's the star of Molech, and make you worship their false ideologies. How about that? Oh, you want to follow the Canaanites? I'm going to make you participate in, in human uh, unaliving, and your own kids are going to be slaughtered right in front of your face. You want to do? You want to? You want to follow these nations? I'm going to check you by those nations. That's what happened. Oh, you want to put blonde hair in your head and look like Becky? Okay, I'm gonna make your hair fall out your head. How about that? Oh, you want you want to operate like the other nations? You want to shave off your beard and shave your head ball? Well, I'm gonna make you have skin reactions to the razor blade, and you're gonna have big ass keloids on your neck. How about that? You don't want to keep my lords? I'm gonna check you in every aspect of society. While you were dispersing, you want to worship their gods and follow their ways? You want to smack your lips on pork? Okay, I'm going to give you a tapeworm in your intestines. How about that? I'm going to give you high cholesterol and diabetes. How about that? You want to eat shrimp, crab, and lobster? I'm going to make you sick. I'm going to make you so sick off of seafood that you'll never want to touch it again. You want to you want to be an alcoholic and get drunk with all these nations? Celebrate uh, uh, like you Irish or something Get drunk drinking beer and alcohol I'm going to make you drink so much that you're going to throw up your guts And you're going to be so mad at yourself You're going to say God I'm sorry God I ain't going to drink no more I ain't going to drink no more I'm sorry God ugh, ugh, ugh. That's what I'm going to do to you That's what I'm going to do to jack you up So you can repent So you can change Oh you want to smoke blunts I'm going to make you get lung cancer you want to smoke cigarettes? I'm going to make your fingernails fall out of your skin and your tongue fall out of your mouth. God is going to judge you according to your own ways. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Let's read it again for the kids that are slow. And I scattered them among the heathen and they were dispersed through the countries according to their way and according to their doings. I judged them. Y'all see what the Bible says? And when they entered unto the heathen, whether they went, they profaned my holy name. You know what the word profane mean? Secularized. Secularized. You got, you got these jokers singing gospel song to McDonald's commercials. You got these jokers singing gospel songs to McDonald's. And they got it in all, they got it in three-part harmony. I'm loving it. Bah, 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 bah. You can't make this stuff. Instead of honoring the creator, they are singing songs to Mickey D's, Ronald McDonald. You can't make this stuff up, man. You can't make this stuff up. 
Let's go to another precept that matches exactly with what we're reading right here about our people being scattered. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 27. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 27. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 27 says this. We're showing you the, the, the evidence that we are the children of the book. Watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 27 and the Lord shall scatter you among the nations and ye shall be left few in number among the heathen whither the Lord shall lead thee question for the critical thinker were we scattered from North Central and South America and the Caribbean islands and all over the world through slavery write one for yes write two for no if you are a descendant of the slave trade and you know that your ancestors were scattered all over the world through slavery, write one for yes, write two for no. Write one for yes, write two for no. If you're the descendants of those that were scattered all over the world through the transatlantic slave trade, the East African slave trade, the sub-Saharan slave trade, if you were scattered all over the nation, then this Bible verse applies to you. Watch this. So did this happen? Yes. Verse 28. And there ye shall serve other gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor smell. The two biggest religions on the earth right now is the wood cross of Christianity and the stone religion of Islam. If you see that this has happened to black people and melanated people all over the earth, that they are in the religions of Christianity and Islam, put a one in the chat. If not, and you disagree with that, put a two in the chat. If this has happened, if this prophecy took place, put a one in the chat. A majority of melanated people they were first enslaved, they were enslaved by the Arabs, and they went into Islam, and they were enslaved by white folks, and they went into churchianity, Catholicism, Protestantism, Seventh-day Adventism. Okay, I'm getting a lot of ones. Okay, so that means this happened. Let's read on. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. So now... Are you realizing that the words that we are reading out of the Bible has come true and you're now seeking God with all your heart, mind, and soul, the Most High Yahweh, Ahaya, whatever title you want to use for the Savior, the Deliverer, the, the Creator. If you agree with this passage, write Y for yes or write N for no. If this prophecy came true, and you understand based on history that this is applying to the time period we're reading about right now, write Y for yes, write N for no. I got Y, I got Y, I got Y. Okay, so that means what we're reading in the text is literal prophecies that are coming true before your eyes. Verse 27 talks about a diaspora, a scattering. Verse 28 talks about the religions. Verse 29 talks about his people waking up and seeking him. Watch this. Verse 30. When thou art in tribulation, a.k.a. slavery, a.k.a. captivity, and all these things are come upon thee, 
even in the latter days, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice. For the Lord thy God is merciful, he will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, which he swear unto them. Y'all see what the Bible is saying, y'all? It's saying the same thing over and over and over. We call it history. The Bible calls it prophecy. There was a slave trade where many people that came from the tribes of Africa were actually Hebo, Yoruba, Awe tribe, Aja tribe, Mandigo tribe. Uh, uh, what's some other tribes? Uh, you got the Congo, you got Mandinka, you got the Ashanti, you got the Yoruba, you got the Hausa, you got the Fulani. All these people that were taken and enslaved, they are Israelites. Even the people that were colonized, Rwanda, Madagascar, Malawi, India, Kenya, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Egypt, Morocco. Watch this. Let's read the precept of brother had Leviticus chapter 26, verse 33, Leviticus 26, verse 33. I know this says scattering because I got that in my head and I will scatter you among the heathen and will draw out a sword after you and your land shall be desolate and your cities waste. So hold up. Wait a minute. So when the Romans came into existence and they conquered our land, they destroyed it in 70 AD. But hold up, we know who the Romans are. We know who the Greeks are because they say it all the time in the American history class. The Greece was the dawn of Western civilization. The Greeks was the dawn of everything good and holy and righteous and pure. So how is there a land called Greece that still exists? But the Israelites, they somehow disappeared. Where'd they go? Where did they go? Watch this. The same thing can be told through our forefather, who also was a prophet, Jacob. Listen to what he said to his children. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. In the last days. In the last days. Y'all hear what the Bible is saying? He says, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen before it happens in the last days. Are we living in the last days? Yes or no? Are we living in the days where waters are turning blood red? Yes or no? Are we living in the days where deserts are turning into rivers of water? Yes or no? Are we living in the time where you're seeing wars and rumors of wars? Yes or no? Are you living in a time where you see our people are the descendants of being scattered? Watch this. In regards to Levi and Simeon, it says, Simeon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitation. Verse 7, Cursed be their anger, for it was cruel, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I'm sorry, Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob, and scatter them, and scatter them in Israel. So the descendants of the Levites, 
the descendants of the Simeonites were scattered amongst the 12 tribes. So everywhere you have black and indigenous populations, you have the descendants of the Levites among them. This is why you have Levites in Malawi. The Swahili word for Malawi literally means the Levites. This is why you have Levites in Nigeria amongst the Hausa. This is why you have Levites in Haiti, in Canada, in, in, I'm not accepting anybody to come on the live right now. So if you want to join, you're going to join as a listener. Thank you. Decline. If you're going to join on this live discussion, you're going to join as a listener. Listen, if you're not pulling precepts, you're not coming up on my live to speak. I'm going to tell you straight. This is not a place to entertain people's vain opinions. Right now, we're going over scripture. If you got scripture, you can come up on stage. But if you don't have scripture, just sit and listen. I'm, I'm doing uh, Dr. Eric Clark. Dr. Eric Clark said, we're not here to entertain foolishness. I only debate with my equals. Everyone else I teach. So if you're not coming here with precepts, with Bible verses, just come here to learn, to learn. That's it. You're in class right now. Okay. So Jacob told his sons, gather yourselves together. He said, you will be divided among all nations through slavery. But then in the last days, you're going to come together. Watch this. Zephaniah. The same thing was told by the prophet Zephaniah, a black prophet, where we can read Zephaniah chapter two, verse one, where he says, gather yourselves together. Yea, gather together, O nation not desired before the decree bring forth before the day pass as a chaff before the fierce anger of Yahweh come upon you. Before the day of the Lord's anger come upon you. What is the day of the Lord's anger? Let's find out. Let's find out. Watch this. Let's go to Malachi chapter 4 verse 1. Malachi 4 verse 1. For behold, the day comes, the day comes that shall burn as an oven. And all the proud, yea, all that do wickedly shall be as stubble, shall be as stubble. And the day that comes shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. Somebody asked a question, what about the Spanish? What about the Spanish? What about the Spanish? What is your question in regards to the Spanish? What is your question in regards to the Spanish? You say, what about the Spanish? What about the Spanish? Are you talking about people from Spain or are you talking about people in the Caribbean islands that speak Spanish? Are you talking? Are, are there Levites? Yes, there are Levites scattered amongst all nations. You're talking about Spain. When you read about the slave trade, you find out that slavery was initiated by Spain and Portugal. The modern day slavery that we know of today was initiated by the popes of Rome. Many of the people that were enslaved were called Negro Moreno, which is a Spanish term for these melanated peoples. 
you have indigenous groups Israelites that were enslaved by the Spaniards many of them during the time of Christopher Columbus and forward okay so now the indigenous people were brought back and forth between Spain and the Caribbean islands Hispaniola between Spain Portugal Hispaniola New Spain which was called Mexico now okay various groups of people were enslaved in those areas those are the descendants of the Israelites not the not the Caucasian Spaniards that are descendants of the Idumean Romans I'm talking about the indigenous populations that are black and brown people some of them are light-skinned but some of them are the listen in the 1800s America was at war with Mexico in order for the people to be naturalized coming into the United States of America they had to put on their birth certificate that they were white many of you people walking around calling yourself Hispanic on your birth certificate you say white but you know for damn sure that they was lynching both Negroes Mexicans Puerto Ricans Dominicans all at the same time but in order for you to be naturalized coming into California coming into Texas right in the 1800s you had to classify yourself as Caucasian that's just history but are they literally Caucasians no no they are not okay all right let's go to why did I go to Jeremiah chapter 49 I guess the most I want me to bring it out Jeremiah chapter 49 verse 7 concerning Edom thus saith the Lord of hosts is wisdom no more in Teman is counsel perished from the prudent is their wisdom vanished flee ye turn back dwell deep O inhabitants of Dedan for I will bring calamity of Esau upon him and time that I will visit him if grape gatherers were come to thee will they not leave some gleaning grapes if thieves by night they will destroy till they had enough but I have made Esau bare. I have uncovered his secret places, and he shall not be able to hide himself. His seed is spoiled, and his brethren, and his neighbors, and he is not. Okay? So, let's go to, let's go to Psalms 94 again, and let's complete the train of thought. Psalm chapter 94, verse 20. This is how you know this is talking about the greatest kingdom that's on the earth today. It says this, Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frames mischief by a law? Which frames mischief by a law? What nation is established on the earth that oppresses people by passing laws. I'll, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. What nation was going around saying that human beings was three-fifths of a human being? They didn't even want you to want you to be a whole man. They just said, hey, you're going to be three slash five of a man. What nation was doing that? By law. Hello. What nation said, we're going to pass a papal bull based on our religion and we're going to enslave all Jews, all Moors, all Saracens and pagans to Christ. They're going to say, oh, you black folks, you, you don't want that crucified to save you, so we're going to enslave you. 
We're going to pass Dumb Diverses. We're going to pass Manifest Destiny. We're going to pass our Magna Carta. We're going to pass our Constitution. Who did that? Who frames mischief by what does the Bible call America? The throne of iniquity. You've been walking around trying to figure out who the Antichrist is, not knowing that you're living in the empire of the throne of lawlessness. The throne of iniquity. Amer Listen, America said, I don't care if God says that LGBT is wrong. No, we're going to pass laws and say LGBT is good. I don't care if God says that Saturday is the Sabbath. We're going to make you slaves work from nine to five and we're going to give you Sunday off. Now, you better not check out on Saturday. No, you better get approval from your manager. If you want to take Saturday off, no, you got to you could get Sunday off. Who did that by law? Who went and said, I don't care if God says to keep Passover, the Feast of Dedication, the Feast of Tabernacles. I don't care. I want you to keep Christmas holy and worship Satan Claus, jolly old Saint Nick, the devil. By law. Who did that? Who did that? Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee? Meaning, are you going to have Eurocentric delusionalism in this kingdom and in the kingdom to come? Which frames mischief by a law, meaning what? Oh, we're going to use our law enforcement to oppress the poor, to oppress minorities, to oppress the fatherless, to oppress widows. That's what they do. They have passed laws to mistreat people. That's why God calls them the kingdom of sin, the throne of iniquity, the son of perdition, the Antichrist. The Y'all thought Antichrist was Barack Obama and Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Just every president that come. Oh, they the that's the beast. No, it's a system ruled by the daughter of Babylon, a.k.a. Edom. And that system stretches from America all the way to Europe. From Europe all the way to China, from China all the way to Saudi Arabia, all the way to Australia, all the way to Africa, they have dominion over the whole entire planet. The Babylonians have the, the make America great again, make Babylon the great again. The daughter of Babylon is Edom, according to Psalms chapter 137 verse 7. The Bible says, shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee? Are you going to have Eurocentric delusionalism in this kingdom and in the kingdom of Christ? No. No. Verse 21. They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. Y'all, if y'all knew all the atrocities that America had just in establishing itself as a nation... And the subsequent wars and conflicts and secret CIA and NSA and FBI situations that they have done over. It would make your head spin, y'all. If you just put a list of all the wars that America. Let me just type it on Google. Maybe Google could give me a list. If you just type a list of all the wars that occurred 
in the United States. And this is a new country. It's less than 300 years, y'all. It's less than 300 years. But it has gone to war with... Ev- Listen, you heard it in class when they gave you the American Revolutionary Test, right? They said, hey, how was America established? They went to war with their own cousins, the British, the French, the, the Spaniards, right? Then they went to war with the indigenous, enslaved them. Then they went to war with the blacks, enslaved them. Then they went to war with all these other people, right, all over the planet. Let's see. Let's see, let's see if Google has some answers. List list how many wars in in the US All right, list of wars involving the United States. Y'all listen to this. I'm just going to read the list, okay? This is a list of wars and rebellions involving the United States of America. Currently, there are 108 wars on this list. I thought, wait, I thought America was a peaceful country. Guess what? This thing was just updated four days ago. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. It got updated on Wikipedia not even four days ago. Wow. So this is going to go great with this class. Let's find out. 18th century. Whenever it says 18th century, that means the 1700s. You had what? The American Revolutionary War. Okay. This occurred between East and North America and Southern North America, the Atlantic. You had the Battle of Long Island in 1776. You had the Cherokee American Wars. 1776 to 1795 you had the American Indian Wars okay you had the uh, Northwest Indian War from 1785 to 1793 okay you had the quasi war this was the war against the United States and French and the French Republic this happened from 1798 to 1800 that was just in the 1700s now watch this 19th century wars that means the 1800s you had the first Barbary war in 1801 to 1805 this is between the United States Sweden Italy Malta Portugal and Morocco against Ottoman, Tripolitanian, and the Sultanate of Morocco. How the hell? Why? Why would America, in the early stages of its establishment, be all the way in Africa trying to fight against the Ottomans and Turks? Hmm. Why is Thomas Jefferson sending troops to go all the way across? into the Mediterranean Sea to fight off the coast of Tripoli. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. They've always loved war and bloodshed and unaliving people. That's how they get down. Nobody has heard of, nobody in America, during American history class, I have never heard about the first Barbary War. Literally, this is the first time I'm finding out about the first Barbary War. And many of you probably have just found out about it as well. Watch this. It says, Takema's War 
1813. This is part of the American Wars and the War of 1812. This happened around the Northwest River of Ohio, which is the Battle of Tippecanoe. This was the United States against the Confederacy of Tecumseh, which was the Shawnee tribe, the Red Sticks, the Ojibwe, the Chickamauga, the Mesk, um, the Mesk, Waki, the Iroquois, the Miami. I know y'all got a Miami, Florida. There was a tribe called Miami. Uh-oh. The Mingo, the Ottawa, the Kickapoo, the Lenape, the Muscutan, the Potawatomi, the Sauk, and the Wyandotte. So this is all the groups that were trying to fight against the United States because white folks wanted to steal land for themselves. Hmm. Hmm. These are just the wars that are listed. These are not the black ops that they that they have going on too. The War of 1812. That's another war by Andrew Jackson. Okay? The Creek War of 1813 to 1814. The Second Barbary War. That's the United States against the uh, against Algiers. Okay, the first Seminole War, eighteen seventeen to eighteen eighteen. Y'all see that war after war after war after war. They fought against the so-called Seminole Indians. Those are runaway blacks and native indigenous that were were intermarried with each other. Okay, another war was called the Arikara War. Which, is, which was against the so-called American Indians. They fought against the Sioux as well as the Arakara. Okay. They made a, a, a peace treaty when that happened with Colonel uh, Leavenworth. Okay. This is showing you the level of atrocities of how they committed acts of violence against innocent blood, y'all. This is American history that they're not going to go over with you in school. You had the Black Hawk black hawk war in 1832 you had the second seminole war in 1835 to 1842 you had the texas comanche war so on and so forth on and on you got the mexican-american war 1846 to 1848 you had the cayuse war 1847 to 1855 the apache wars this is all during the 19th century you had the Navajo Wars. You had the Bleeding Kansas. Listen, they named a, they named a whole entire war Bleeding Kansas. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. You can't make this stuff up. You got the Pujik Sound War. You got the Rogue River Wars. You got the Third Seminole War. You got the Yakami War. You got the Second Opium War. You got the Utah War. You got the Reform War. You got the United States Invasion of Honduras. You have John Brown's Raid of Harper's Ferry during the Civil War conflicts. You had the First and Second Cortina War. You had the Paiute War. That's another American Indian War. You had the, that all of this was before the American Civil War. You can't make this stuff up. Literally, I just read like over 10 wars and that happened before the American Civil War of 1861 to 1865. Do you see how much bloodshed 
Do you see how much craziness? This is why God calls Esau the throne of iniquity, the throne of sin. All they know is war. When you read the book of, of Ezekiel, shalom to you, welcome to the room. Welcome to the room. When you read the book of Ezekiel, right, chapter 35, it says, Since Esau, Idumia, does not hate blood, blood is going to pursue them. That's why they're running scared now. Oh, immigrants is coming into America. Run for your lives. Oh, we got to hide. Are you mad because the descendants that you kicked out are coming back into the land that was originally theirs? Is that what you're mad about? They're, they're sneaking in Arabs. They're sneaking in Chinese. They're sneaking in all these nations to come in America. Oh, we're scared. Close the border. Lock it down. Because they know. They know that it's time for judgment. They ain't stupid. They are not stupid. They know that it's time for judgment. American Civil War, 1861 to 1865. Yavapai Wars, 1861 to 1875. Dakota War of 1862, Colorado War. This is all conflicts of them stealing land, y'all. Snake War, 1864 to 1868. Powder River War, 1865. Red Clouds War. Formosa Expedition. This is when they, listen, these jokers in 1867 went to Hengcheng, Taiwan in King China. Listen, the, the description of this says, attack of United States Marines and sailors on the pirates of the islands of Formosa, East Indies, Harper's Weekly. They went to Taiwan territory. And those Paiwans gave them the business. They said, you come to China, you want to fight China? Okay, I show you something, my friend. And they kicked America's butt. But they ain't going to talk about that in history class. They were always going to position themselves as the hero. Make America great again. No, you got your ass kicked by the Chinese. Let's read on. Comanche campaign 1867 to 1875 that's another American Indian war United States expedition to Korea y'all they went to Korea in 1871 when has America not been at war man why they won't leave people the hell alone they went to war in now you understand why modern day Korea is split between North Korea and South America South Korea it's because these Edomites won't leave them the hell alone 1871 they went to Gondwa Island and captured Sujua aboard the USS Colorado in June of 1871 I never even heard about this till today y'all I never heard about this till today. I'm so glad I did this class with y'all because the spirit is leading me to, to reveal Esau. He's not able to hide himself. You have to go through. You have to know this information. You have because the Bible says you're going to know the truth and the truth is going to make you free. What other nation before it even set up its independence and got freedom and all of that you reading History after history, century after century about wars and conflicts.
involving the so-called freest nation on if you were so free why are you going to war with everybody hmm if you're full of love and freedom and democracy and spreading American values and all of that, why are you going to these other populations with pew pew pew? That don't sound like a that don't sound like a hero to me. That sounds like the villain of a book. That's somebody that's somebody that's looking for world domination, Mr. Evil. Let's let's go over to the other side of the planet and let's spread freedom. Yeah, Chuck, let's do it. Send your Navy, send your military, send your Marines, send everybody you can. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. If you're learning this information for the first time, put a one in the chat. If this is the first time you've heard this type of info, put a one in the chat. If this, if you know this information, go on and keep scrolling through through uh, through uh, TikTok and watch some Turk videos for all I care. But if this is the first time and you appreciate this information, I'm going to provide you with 20 seconds to tap on the screen and get the likes up. If this information is valuable to you and yours, I'm going to give you an opportunity to get the likes up. One, tap the screen, tap the screen. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12 tap it as fast as you can tap it as fast as you can 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 we appreciate all of you that have been tapping the screen and getting the likes up so we're reading here all the wars that are happening and at the beginning of this page it said that there's over 108 wars started by the United States of America. You can't make this stuff up, y'all. Okay? Somebody asked the question, how does it end for the United States in the book of Revelation though? Uh let's just say it's not nice. Let's just say that um let's just say you're standing on the place that's designated as the lake of fire. Let me put it like that. Let me put it like that. That's that's a matter of fact. No, I'm not going to answer it with my own words. I'm just going to show it to you out of the Bible. Watch this. Revelation chapter 18. Revelation chapter 18, verse 8. Therefore shall her plagues. Y'all know the Statue of Liberty. That, that, that same her that we're talking about. This is talking about the United States of America. Babylon the Great. Let me jump back a chapter. Revelation 17 verse 5 and upon her forehead was a name written mystery Babylon the great the mother of the mystery Babylon the great you know when Donald Trump was saying make America great again that that was a clue to who who that was talking about mystery Babylon the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth that's what America is called in the Bible Revelation chapter 18 verse 8 therefore shall her plagues come in one day unalive and mourning and famine and she shall be utterly burned with fire for as strong as the Lord God who judges her meaning Christ is going to come on the scene and when he comes he's going to crack the sky with his angels and they're going to go to war that's why Donald Trump created a space force because they want to have military dominance in space watch this Revelation chapter 19 verse 11 and I saw a heaven open 
And behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he does judge and make war, make war, make war. So when Christ come on the scene, he's going to give them back the same treatment that he that he gave to all the nations. And in the same way America wanted to bless everybody, God is going to bless America with war. Verse 12, his eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself watch this verse 13 and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of god and the armies which were in heaven y'all there's armies in heaven this is ufos this is angels in heaven in the sky cracking through the firmament that's what we're reading here and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in fine white linen and clean and out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should smite the nations smite the nations smite the nations and he shall rule them with a rod of iron and he shall tread the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of god almighty and he had a vesture and on his vesture and on his thigh a name written king of king and lord of lords that's what jesus is going to do in the last days to america and all her allies that's that's all we're doing is reading the bible all we're doing is re if you get it you get it if you don't you don't this is why somebody said we're going to create a space force for military dominance in space we're going to create a space command let's go to go to war let's go to war what's up there that you're trying to fight christ and the angels uh-oh they know that christ is black they know that the angels are black they know it they're, they're teaming up with demons and those demons are saying, you could win the war. You could fight. Ask, ask your prognosticators. Ask your scientists. They know that there's stuff up there. They released video footage in, in 2017. It went on CNN and the New York Times saying, aliens are real. They do exist. And they show footage of something that looks real black floating in the sky. Hmm. Hmm. In the 1980s, when Ronald Reagan was in power, he said, how much greater would it be if all the kingdoms of the earth, all the nations of the earth stopped fighting each other because there was some unknown threat in space? They were prepping your mind for propaganda. They were prepping your mind with movies like Independence Day. Uh, 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 what's the other movie that they had? The, something of the fourth kind or of the fifth kind, something like that to do with aliens, right? Saying that there was an alien invasion, right? They were prepping your mind. The same thing you could read in Second Ezra chapter uh, 16, 1 through 13. All of that is going to happen. All You can read about that also in Second Ezra chapter uh, 13. With the, with the alien invasion, Christ cracking the sky, you know innumerable army trying to fight against him and they're going to just he's going to open his mouth and all you're going to see out of a numeral ar army is ashes and dust of smoke imagine tanks rocket launches tomahawk missiles navy planes fighter jets space force equipment flying towards an entity in space and they're getting all the nations to come together to fight with them and Christ and his angels are there on the scene to deliver and save those that are on the earth that are looking for him. And all he has to do is open his mouth 
and all of a sudden fire comes in and consumes all of this military equipment meaning they're throwing nukes and the nukes ain't working they're shooting rockets and the rockets ain't working they're shooting bullets the bullets ain't working they're shooting lasers and high power technology and all type of stuff they're using their satellites they're trying to do everything they can but their te technology is insufficient for immortal entities that can literally move at the speed of thought it's about to go down y'all y'all better believe this bible because this bible is not a fairy tale this bible is true this bible is a true book i'm not making this stuff up i'm 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 giving you i'm trying to make it plain for you to understand based on prophecies i've already read okay watch this let's go back psalms 94 verse 21 they gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood but the defense but the lord is my defense and my god is the rock of my refuge and he shall bring upon them their own iniquity and shall cut off them off in their own wickedness yea the lord our god shall cut them off what are we reading the bible the bible let's go to what's going to be the judgment let's go to psalm chapter 149 when the messiah cracks the scene what is going to happen on so-called judgment day watch this psalm chapter 149 we're going to start at i want verse let's read the whole thing it's pretty short psalm chapter 149 praise ye the lord sing unto the lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints let israel rejoice in him that made him let the children of zion be joyful in their king let them praise his name in the dance let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp for the lord takes pleasure in his people he will beautify the meek with salvation y'all hear what the bible is saying y'all get the likes up y'all hear what the bible is saying y'all hear what the bible is saying it says let the saints be shoutful be joyful in glory let them sing aloud upon their beds let the high praises of god be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them the judgment written this honor this honor have all his saints praise ye Yahweh. wow so in the last days there's going to be a whole bunch of nations trying to fight against christ and the angels but it tells us that at the end of the day they are going to end up in change they're gonna have some nice jewelry they're gonna have some chains around their neck chains around their wrists all gold glittering chains that's what's gonna happen they're gonna be looking real fancy in captivity i'm telling you all praises to the most high god of israel what goes around comes around that's the bible y'all they're not going to read that in church. They're not going to read that in church.
Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Safiel Levi Israel. You can listen to the Forefront Radio on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. We do have a YouTube channel. We have two, by the way. One is the Forefront Radio 1, and the second one is the Forefront Radio 2. We're migrating most of our people to go to the Forefront Radio 2. I've had a page for about 15 years, and YouTube refused to monetize the account, even though I generated for them over 12,000 subscribers, over 1.5 million views, over 5,000. Uh, 4.5 million in outreach viewers all across the globe so literally they've been making money off of me so you can choose to uh, go to the forefront radio 2 and possibly subscribe if you feel inclined to do so i'm going to try once again and once i get 1000 subscribers on the new channel to see if they will monetize me if they do not i'm just going to say to hell with facebook to hell with youtube to hell with social media i'm just going to keep teaching out in the streets like i normally do okay if you enjoy this content please feel free to contribute through cash app it is a p h i e l l e v i i'm in africa i'm working on a documentary to teach the 12 tribes of israel in the continent of africa also i am using those funds to basically travel throughout africa and teach the truth i left america uh, about three months ago i love my family i appreciate my family but i decided to move forward in my life and teach this truth because i saw that there was a lack of teachers there were teachers all throughout the americas but there weren't that many people in africa teaching this information so now i'm gonna teach about black history according to the bible and we can use your support whatever support that you can use to help spread this truth we will appreciate it if you click on my profile there's a popple link there's a link to paypal there's a link to cash app there's a link to youtube there's a link to all my social media so you can subscribe and follow and join the movement of other israelites that are spreading this truth and show support to them as well people like zion's daughter people like four corners people like Rafia, people like salvation for israel people like uh the various camps that are out there teaching this truth okay whether you love them or hate them they're making their efforts as well to teach this bible please assist them in their efforts to the best of your ability because guess what esau is teaching false doctrine but they get support from their people 100 percent. but here it is we're in the truth and we got to beg people hey help us out we're trying to teach the bible in their correct perspective and they're like ah, yeah, i'll give you a dollar i'll give you two dollars i'll give you three dollars i guess but they'll go and buy some Jordans for $200. I promise you that. Good luck. All right, y'all. I appreciate everybody. I hope you all have a wonderful day or afternoon or evening. For me, it is 1.35 in the morning. So I am now going to finally go to sleep. Like I said, I had a fire in my bones. I could not go to sleep until I read the Bible. And even right now, I still want to keep teaching, but the spirit is telling me just get some rest, focus on the Sabbath because you got class tomorrow. So I invite you also, if you're a subscriber, to send me a direct message and I can invite you to our Discord channel. Also, our moderators can send you a link to our Discord channel. Many of the moderators are online right now and they have a link to the Discord channel. We have private Bible studies where we can go more in depth and we can show you receipts of archaeological evidence, history evidence, proving that the 12 tribes of Israel are blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. We go over history and we prove our point with documentation. 
We don't just talk about it. This ain't Sunday school where you're singing and dancing and clapping and, you know, you go home with a motivational speech and they say, hey, what you learned today when you went to uh, church? And, uh, nothing, but, but it, uh, it felt real good. I feel really motivated. I guess we had some positive affirmations. I don't know. But you don't remember commandment one. We do teach you to keep the laws of the most high. We do teach you to keep the Sabbath day holy. We do teach you to keep the holy days, all holy days, all the all the festivals that are in the Bible. We teach you to keep. Okay. Whether it's uh, the, the book of Leviticus chapter 23, whether it's the Purim celebration, whether it's the Feast of Dedication, the Destruction of Nicanor, the Day of Simon, Day of Atonement, the Days of Fasting, the Days of Oil, the day all of these holidays we celebrate. Okay? So I appreciate you all. Send me a private DM, a, a direct message, and I will send you a link to the Discord channel. That way you can join in on Saturdays, on Sabbath, when we have our private teachings and we go over more in-depth information. Y'all, we don't play with this Bible, y'all. If you're coming in sincerely wanting to study, be prepared for a minimum of two hours of reading this Bible. Minimum, because usually we in there for two hours, three hours, four hours, six hours. Okay. Uh, I'm teaching you to have endurance in reading the Bible. That's why we, why, or that's why we're, we're heavy in this Bible. Let's just put it like that. Okay. I appreciate you all. And I pray that the most high watches over you. Let me read this one last text of scripture in numbers chapter six that I always read after we go over a successful live numbers chapter six, verse 22. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, speak unto Aaron and unto his son saying on this wise, you shall bless the children of Israel saying unto them, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. I pray that the most high blesses you, watches over you. Walk in righteousness, overcome your sins, deal right with your brother and sister. Don't have any anger or strife in your spirit. Walk in love, patience, meekness, holiness, virtue, long-suffering, and all the fruits of his eternal spirit. And may the God of Israel give you eternal life. And may I see you in the kingdom to come. And with that, I say peace and blessings to the twelve. Shalom. Tune in to The Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash The Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms.